0: Up. Marilyn Dennison jamar podcast it'll get you feeling good. goodm 1045 104, 5. Shum 104. 5. horoscope Aries the only
1: thing you seem to be doing is spinning your wheels the most important thing is what you think of yourself not what others think of you
2: Taurus. Getting everything done will require you to turn down some invites from friends and stay home. Although this will be difficult for you now, you'll be glad you did it.
1: Gemini. Shed some light on your messy life and help to go in the right direction. Don't hesitate and overthink things. This is going to serve you really well in the future.
2: Cancer. The world seems to have no power over you, and you're in a good place mentally. Enjoy today to its fullest.
1: Leo. Leo. Spend the day focusing on yourself because you certainly deserve it. If you're going to find some balance, find it between work and play because you don't want to burn yourself out.
2: Virgo. It's the perfect time to have those conversations with people you need to have them with. This is going to be able to help you grow these relationships and then take them to the next level.
1: Libra. Libra. You have an opportunity to adjust your emotional orientation if you feel like you need to. However, don't overthink things today. It's not rocket science. Just make some changes to make you feel better. Scorpio.
2: You will realize that other people's happiness will help you feel better about yourself too and will actually relax you more than uh, a spa day could ever do.
1: Sagittarius. You've been thinking of new endeavors to explore, but this may not be the right time. Keep your spirits up and wait for the perfect time to move forward.
2: Capricorn. Make sure your home is in good order before helping others. When you can't even help yourself, how can you help others?
1: Aquarius. You're beginning to feel a little overwhelmed in the environment where you spend most of your time. Before making drastic changes, redecorate. Reorganize everything first.
2: Pisces. You've been very busy at work, but that shouldn't be an excuse for your partner to feel like they're not uh, a priority for you. This will be a good time for both of you to get together and get your mind off
1: work. All right. Those are your Thursday morning horoscopes. Read them again online on our site, Chum1045.com. Get to the Marilyn Dennison Jamar page to see them. Do it. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart.
0: Let me know. Let me know. Tomorrow is the second annual Truth and Reconciliation Day, and there are a lot of things going on across the province to educate Canadians and encourage Canadians to reflect on the legacy of Canada's residential schools. So yesterday, the city unveiled a new look for the Toronto sign at Nathan Phillips Square. So around the letters, there's artwork there, but now there's a new wrap. Uh, recognizing UNESCO's International Decade of Indigenous Languages, which focuses on the rights of indigenous language speakers worldwide. So Mayor Tory tweeted that out yesterday and it's called Rekindle, which translates to the dawning of light in Anishinaab language and symbolizes different forms of language. So this is going to be on display until 2023 if anyone wants to go see it in person. Also, yesterday, Canada Post announced that they're launching four new stamps showcasing Indigenous artwork featuring the Indigenous language of each of the creators that did each of the stamps. Um, you can look those up. They're on CP24. I'm going to tweet them out on the Channel 1045 Twitter page right now so I know everyone can see what they look like. And since it's a federal holiday honoring the children who never returned home and survivors of res- residential schools, as well as their families and communities, CHUM is doing a day to listen tomorrow, showcasing and highlighting Indigenous voices and perspectives. So there are some things that will be closed tomorrow. So all Canada Post locations, banks, City of Toronto services, LCBOs will be closed in the morning, but they're open at noon and the Toronto Zoo is offering complimentary admission to Indigenous peoples all day. So if you want to go somewhere to commemorate the history and legacy of residential schools, there are events happening. So the Toronto Council Fire Native Cultural Centre is holding a two-day event today and tomorrow at Nathan Phillips Square for a gathering, showcasing and supporting Indigenous culture, tradition and art with presentation, performances, workshop, food vendors, artisans, the works. Then we have the Royal Conservatory. Um, They have a free concert. Uh, The Toronto Library put together an Indigenous reading list. Uh, there's also a free festival at Maple Leaf Forever Park this weekend for an all-Canadian celebration of music, arts, and cuisine. And, of course, you can show your support by purchasing and wearing an orange shirt tomorrow.
1: As per your uh, your suggestion, I, I went to Stack Market to go get an orange shirt yesterday.
0: Nice, at Anine.
1: Yes, at Anine. Amazing. And then I also went to Native Arts Society, which is at uh, 115 Church Street. They'll start selling their orange shirts today between 4 and 7 p.m. Okay. Okay. Awesome. They are ready to go. They've got stacks of shirts ready to to go to sell.
0: Amazing. So it's great to support these actual indigenous um, communities because all the money goes right back into their hands. So amazing. That's what's trending. Marilyn
1: Dennis and Jamar. When you wake up, up. Mornings on Chum 1045. I want to give a random shout out to a small item from my childhood that is probably saving my life today. Uh, Anyone who wakes up this early in the morning knows that it's a weird time of the day. You know, you get up out of bed, it's still dark outside, and I don't know about you guys, but I don't like turning on all the lights in the house at like 4, 3, 4 in the morning. It's just weird to me. How do you get up in the morning? Do you turn lights on? or? No, do you...
2: no, no. You know me, dimmer switch lady.
1: Okay. Yeah. My point exactly. Yeah. It just feels like the lights yeah. are just screaming at me when yeah. I turn them. Ah! You know what I mean? I don't right. like it. So, unfortunately, my family doesn't seem like they like me very much because they set all these booby traps in my house that I can, like, trip over <laughs> and impale myself on. My house is literally, like, walking through like Indiana Jones in the Temple of Dune. I'm like, oh,
2: except for the big ball coming down. Yeah, I'm no, trying no, no. to like <laughs> escape all
1: these traps. <laughs> right. But I don't want to turn the lights on. So I've been trying to figure out how do I avoid myself from like sudden death and paling myself in the morning before I get to work and trying to have that calm of having the lights off. And I remembered from childhood the night light. Night lights.
2: Oh, night lights! Yeah, they're good. Marilyn, I
1: they're, went on Amazon and I ordered some night lights and I plugged them in in like my my, my hallway and I plugged one in and on the stairwell and it's just like a little glowing green light and it makes me so happy.
2: You know where you're going. Nice. You know where you're going. And then it only it only turns on if it's dark, right? I love it. I know.
1: When it's light out, they're off.
2: They're better now. When it's yeah. dark. That's just good. glowing. And now I could see. No injuries this morning, because sometimes he comes in limping. I don't. Oh, I'm telling. Could be a lego.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it most certainly is. Yeah. So I just want to give a shout out this morning to the nightlight, an item from my childhood that is saving my life and making me very happy quietly in the morning.
2: I'd like to talk about. Thank
1: you for oh, okay. that. Story. No problem.
2: I'd like to talk about people's stupidity if I could for just. Sure, sure. I love <laughs> talking saw about it, stupid people. Saw it for any CNN, CTV. We saw in all the news feeds yesterday about people, let's go take a picture of Hurricane Ian. <laughs> let's go and go on the boardwalk, which could fall apart any minute. Let's go into the Tampa Bay, uh, you know, bay because it's, you know, all the water has been pulled, pulled out. And let's just go have fun there and get some pictures taken. Yep.
1: Wow. Wow. And don't forget the people go, Wow. Surf's up. They bring out the boogie boards and the surfboards, and they decide to get a ride.
2: Somebody was on a, uh, uh, what is that thing? A sea thing. What are they?
1: Uh, uh, Like a a jet ski or a sea do? Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> anyway, I just thought, you know, stupid people tricks. I I just went, okay, well, there, you know. Yep. And then, and so why Florida gets that reputation, maybe that's a very good couple of examples.
1: I like to call it process of elimination. But <laughs> yeah. it, or is what it is what it is. Our hearts are definitely with the people uh, of South Florida right now. And yeah. most of Florida, actually. Not South Florida. Central and yeah. North. It's, um, massive. it's massive
2: it's massive crazy we went from one side to the other going up the coast like hitting Georgia later on in North and South Carolina and we'll get the remnants of it because it'll be slowed down probably this weekend with a lot of rain on Saturday but that's about it but anyway wild I just I just I just sat there I'm really trying to listen to what the guy's saying about the weather forecast tomorrow but I kept looking at stupid people um it really took me on they the are mind.
1: everywhere and among us they are
2: <laughs> what's on okay. your mind
0: Well, I started watching a show yesterday, and I binged the first five episodes. What? But the thing is that the episodes are only 25 minutes long, which is highly annoying to me. So it's called The Patient with Steve Carell. Oh. Um, It's a serious drama show. It's not funny. No. Um, But I don't know why they're only releasing weekly episodes that are 25 minutes long. Hmm. I didn't even know they made shows that short.
1: I know. They're like little short stories almost.
0: Right. And this is a... A serious show, so it needs to have more, more meat. An hour minimum yeah, yeah, yeah. per episode. Yeah,
1: So, at, so the end of the 20, at the end of the 25 minutes, are you just like, what happens next? What do I do?
0: Right. So I watch the next one. Yeah. But it, I'm like, they okay. got you. They got you. I need to watch more. That four looks at a like time.
1: a really scary uh, uh,
2: series, too.
0: Yeah, it's a oh. very scary situation yeah. for him to be in. He That's plays a- he plays a therapist, um, and one of his patients is just kind of. Unhinged. Right. So I don't know how much more to give away from that's, that.
1: But. That's a really good explanation. All right. Good. <laughs> well, uh, we'll be sure to dive in to the shallow end of that because it's only 25 minutes. Yeah. All right. We'll
2: get your picture taken in the shallow end because the storm's not coming. <laughs> we could do like that, It's too. not coming for a while anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right, right.
1: Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on. In, in the morning. We talked a couple of days ago uh, about changes to the resume and how certain things in in this in this generation is not necessary. Like uh, the objective line, where you put objective to willfully gain employment in your company. That okay. that line is not even so
2: formal, so unnecessary.
1: It's not a thing anymore yeah, on, on right. resumes. Mm-hmm. Um, the object when you are applying for the job, for any job, is really to stick out in the pack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to say. You know, if if the job applicants re, re, uh, represent a stack of resumes on a table, you want to be the resume that's in highlighter. You want to be the resume that looks different, feels different than every other resume in, this, in the pile. That's what I try to tell people.
2: And and I think shorter is better. More succinct is better.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. You one gotta, page. One page, yeah. quick and to the point, brevity equals impact, mm. all those good things. Mm-hmm. This thing that this woman did is, Takes the cake, literally. Um, she landed an interview at Nike, the Nike, with her resume. What was so interesting about her resume? Not really what was in it, but what it was made of. It's a cake. Who doesn't like cake? A cake, a literal cake. Her name is Carly Blackburn, and she's from North Carolina, and she shared how a cake that she sent to to Nike landed her an interview. Uh, That is ingenious, it's incredible. And if you look at the cake, it's like a white, I guess marble, what's in the yellow cake that's inside? Yeah, right. But on the top of the cake, it's the white frosting. Right. And in ink, edible ink, or I guess uh, food coloring, Yes. It's her resume printed onto the top of the cake.
2: It's like that that, that, that big sheet cake that you get yes. at uh,
1: Loblaws. Yes. Except yes.
2: there's nothing fancy other than it's all white with white trim around it. And there's her resume right there.
1: Yes. Yeah, so she went to Nike's Beaverton campus, that which is uh, in Oregon. Yeah. The famous campus that everyone wishes. It's like the hall of Ugh. of heaven of, of shoes that everyone wishes to get to at some point. Right. And she went there with her eight-month-old son and walked around the entire campus about 75 buildings worth of buildings, 300 acres, and walked around with this cake. And, uh, yeah, here it is. There it is. Brought it to reception. And they came down and got the cake. And they said, who did this? Well, she got an interview out of it.
2: That's good. Now, I wonder if she's going to get the job. I hope so. She she lost her job. So, you know, trying to get that resume in is really tough. So I like that. It's going back to old school. Yeah. You know, when you deliver the resume or you deliver something with the resume no one would complain about cake look at look at how impactful it is we're mentioning it in toronto
1: i know i yeah. know it's very impactful so yeah. that might give you an idea today on how to uh get the uh, the, uh, the attention of a potential <laughs> employer make it uh make it a pizza if you're sending anything to chum just a word of advice or a beef patty a up oh. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning.
0: The Jum Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. When
1: you guys hire employees, like new people at the Marilyn Dennis show, like how do you haze them? What's the hazing process? Like do you make them make like a souffle or something on one foot? Or <laughs> <laughs> do they have to make a bed? I
2: don't know. I, I I don't know what we do. I don't think we do anything except put the right to work and it's hard
1: work. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. hazing is not a good well. Hazing's terrible. It's 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 not a good thing. Awful. Right? It's awful. It's awful. And it looks like NFL has a hazing issue, too. Yeah. Um, And players are speaking out against what they call the rookie dinners. I didn't even know this was a Uh, thing. Did you know? And you're an NFL person.
2: No, I did not know about this. I know that when you are in a sorority in a fraternity at university, there's this, like, week of stuff that you go through, which is really bad. Yeah. And sometimes dangerous. But, you know, I thought the NFL, okay, you made the NFL, you worked really hard, let's go have a nice dinner, and then what
1: happens? Yeah, well, the rookie dinners is they make the rookies at certain teams yeah. pay for everyone's dinner. They'll have one day where, all right, it's rookie dinner day. And the rookies, for example, from the Cowboys, uh, player Des Bryant yeah. paid for his teammates' dinner in 2010, he went. He took them all to uh, Papa's Brother's Steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> he said some of these dinners are in the tens of thousands of yeah. dollars. That the guys will all come, the entire team, and they'll just order all the best stuff, all the wine. They'll order all the steaks, and they'll just run up the bill. I'm looking at a bill here for fifty-five thousand mm-hmm. dollars for one of these rookie dinners. Another team uh, mate uh, from the Tennessee Titans, DeAndre Walker, said, "Yeah, I paid 10 grand for a team dinner." Um, another guy, Debo Samuel, he said he paid 3,700 bucks when he got to the uh, the 49ers in 2019. Yeah, and they're speaking out against it because they're saying it's actually really, really re- messed up. Because in a time where a lot of these players are getting their first break into professional sports, they're getting their first paychecks. A lot of them uh, have a lot of debts to pay in their own life, maybe like you know personal debt, and a lot of them take care of their families. Mm-hmm. So they're saying like this money that I could have used to send back home to mom, dad, or whomever, right? I now have to take fifty-five grand and buy all you guys right dinner.
2: And so also in the NFL, like the NHL, because they do the same thing. You know how much your your guys making, right? You know, I mean, your teammates making. So the dinner bills can be split among multiple players, if there if there is a, you know. And, but the one that makes the most money might have to cough up the most. That's a messed up. Which is really messed up. And you know, it's like fraternity pledging, yeah. uh, which I'm not a big fan of, and uh, not with, not with some of the games that they play. And some people are divided because some people go, "Well, I had to do it, so you have to do it." Right, way. right, right, right. And I think you know what? Sometimes tradition can be can be really dumb and 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 set a bad tone so i'd say i would say i'm not doing it guys i'm sorry
1: yeah but then you then you're out you're the outsider i'll you take look, you to harvey's I, <laughs> except for the for the nuggets yeah, yeah, right yeah i mean if you if you're really, only 44
2: yeah you know like you, you know why not like like it just It's really uncomfortable, I know, for them. But, man. I know. You're right. A lot of them are just, this is their first paycheck, supporting their family.
1: Yep. And another thing is, you know, a lot of times uh, professional sports players are criticized for um, having frivolous financial spending or bad yes. spending habits yeah this is the beginning of that that you know? is true because you, know, so. you think
2: it's always going to come in yeah one guy said i did it you're going to do it and because you do it, we're going to keep the next rookie to do it and i just think well that's old school they got to change it
1: so it's the young kids are going to change that one so they're speaking out against yeah. those rookie dinners yes hazing's bad a couple of my roommates in school yeah they pledged fraternities i was like what why they came home like a wreck every yeah. night i'm like yeah. what are you guys doing yeah. it was crazy it was I. It was insanity. See,
2: that's why I was a GDI.
1: Yeah, I, I, that I was a GDI too.
2: My dad said, "You want to join the sorority?" I said, "No, I'm a GDI." Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> that means a blank, blank yeah. individual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or independent. Oh, oh, independent. GDI independent. We called it swear word. Yeah. Um, damn yeah. Individual. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what it stands anyway. for. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart?
0: Let me know. Let me know. Yesterday, Eminem dropped new music. I'm talking about the cast of Chocolate Candies Eminem to introduce their newest edition. You got me. I did get you. I knew it. You I knew me. I got somebody.
1: I was like, I didn't hear anything from Eminem yesterday. What's this about? <laughs> okay.
0: So Eminem's are introducing their new purple female peanut Eminem. Hey, purple.
2: 10 minutes to your big debut.
0: I'm the new...
2: M&M's candy, do I have what it takes? I want to be the best, or even pretty good, would be great. I'm a little unsure, I have to admit. Just be yourself, and you can do it!
0: (laughs) So the song is called... It's a big production, better be good. It's a big production. So the song is called I'm Just Gonna Be Me, and the purple M&M is performing her first dance number, and she's just nervous to join the group. But anyway, the chocolate company Mars said that she was designed to represent acceptance and inclusivity. And she's supposed to remind people to celebrate things about them that makes them unique. Okay. So,
1: She looks good. Nice. She looks good among, among the crew of the other colors. Yes. Okay.
0: I still just miss the knee-high boots that green M&M used to wear.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You
0: know, she used to have long eyelashes and green—anyway. I digress. They made her... It's
1: a different look. ...not sexy. I guess. It doesn't have to be sexualized.
0: (laughs) I just like my chocolate sexy, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But speaking of purple, if you think way back to your childhood um, or your kid's childhood, who is the most relevant dinosaur? It's got to be Barney. Barney? Oh, yeah. It's got to (laughs) be. But with all that I love you, you love me, there's actually a dark side So there's a new docuseries coming out in two weeks called I Love You, You Hate Me, which follows the rise and fall of Barney. And Apparently there was like furious backlash. I don't remember this because I was just a child, but the docuseries focuses on the human need to hate, which I guess is important because how can you hate a fun singing, dancing purple dinosaur? Okay. So in the trailer, they show how people started to violently destroy Barney merchandise, lighting it on fire, just doing the most, ripping it apart, starting rumors that actors hid drugs in the costume's tail, Um, and then people who worked on the show, they were even getting death threats, not only for them, but for their families and the cast and the crew. Um, It's a really twisted story. Again, I was a kid when this all this happened, so I had no idea. But if yeah. you remember this happening.
1: I don't remember this happening. Uh, right. Who knew? I, I wonder if they're going to have any people like Selena Gomez talk about this. I mean, she was well, on she Barney's.
0: Was a, she was. Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato. Demi
1: Lovato, right. But they
0: were just kids, too, right? Yeah, they, right. they were three and four.
1: Were they taking the drugs? Were they taking the, the drugs in Barney's, Barney's Tale? <laughs> I don't
0: know.
1: <laughs> I would love to know that.
0: So in this uh, in the trailer, we're gonna hear from Bill Nye, the science guy. Wow, yeah, Bill, 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 um, and then there's also actual like the voice of Barney, the guy who played him, and yeah. the creators. So we're gonna hear from the real people who were actually working behind the scenes oh, on the okay. show and the things that they went through. And I guess the inevitable downfall of yeah. Barney the Dinosaur. Okay.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: That's what's trending.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Good morning, everyone.
1: Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on uh, Chum. We gave people the opportunity yesterday to be a little more honest to their partner without their partner knowing. I don't know if that's true honesty, but it is very, very interesting to see. The question was, um, what do you wish you could tell your partner, but you haven't because you're afraid that they'll, they'll get mad? Things yes. that you can't say to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to hear some of the responses? I'd
2: love to hear it because there were so many. Some of them quite revealing.
1: Uh, one person, I think this is a pretty thing, easy thing to say to your partner. Uh, your chewing annoys me, someone said from Oshawa. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're listening to the radio right now and you're in a relationship, you might be the person who's chewing annoys <laughs> your partner. Something to think about. Uh, another person says um, he sleeps way too much sleeping his life away uh, apparently this person says that their partner is a, a bit too lazy and they need to be a little more active and they're just in bed too long I, is, do you think that's hard to say to somebody well
2: first of all some people need more sleep than others okay and then I'm going to go like serious now it could be a form of depression
1: okay okay
2: so they might want to check that out
1: that is a very very good point yes okay well how about this one Person says, I don't like my husband's family. They constantly point fingers at me. I want nothing to do with them. I don't like them. Oh,
2: no. That's that that not, might be a tough pill to swallow. That is very tough.
1: Right? I don't like any. I mean, there's really not much you could do about that.
2: No, I mean, especially if you live in the same city.
1: Right. Listen, I always tell friends of mine, like, listen, you don't just marry the person. You marry the family. You do. You, you got to look at the family, too, and go can i deal with yeah. all of this you don't
2: have to love them mm-hmm. you don't have to like them you just have to accept that this is your new family
1: mm-hmm. um another person says i wish i could tell my partner i would rather divorce you than clean up after you for the rest of my <laughs> oh, life
2: oh, oh no that's that that that, that marriage has <laughs> turned that's a, uh, that's a tough one.
1: Right?
0: She just wanted to tell that to somebody. Yeah, so <laughs> that's,
1: That is a we bank.
0: Outlet. You know what?
2: You're right. It's almost <laughs> like they're talking, like we're your partner, and you're saying, I'd rather have a divorce than clean up after you. And that's okay, because that's what we're here for.
0: Right. Get you it get off your chest. Get it off your chest. Say it tell out Tell us how loud. you feel. Yeah. There you go.
2: Yeah. Right? It's like, we can face it. We don't know who you are either. It's all anonymous.
1: Uh... Person says he needs to start another. A, a lot of texts came in about people pulling their weight around the house. Well, yeah. Cohabitation is such an interesting thing, man. You mm-hmm. you, you grow up, you get to an, a, an age where you're an adult and you've been that person for so many years. And now you've got to combine that life with someone else. Who changes? It's like a classic standoff. Right. Like who's going to change first? Yeah, yeah. It's tough. It takes, it takes being a humble person to be in a relationship and to get it right.
2: Accepting. Accepting. And, you know, maybe through time that those kind of chores get divided. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, there are those people. I was married to one a long time ago that didn't do something well on purpose. Uh-huh. So you didn't have to do it. Mm. There's a little bit of that.
1: Okay. So
2: you'd be careful on that. Yeah.
1: Uh, another person says, I'm afraid to tell my partner that I'm going on a trip with a girlfriend. I haven't told him yet.
2: You know, here's the thing. that's that, that worries me because I think girlfriends have to spend time with girlfriends and guy friends need to do the same. And I think a friend of mine's husband said, you know what we're fearful of, we husbands, is that all you're going to do is talk about us when you're away. And they don't like that. Okay. And I go, you know what? I, I, I understand that. But not really, because we, we do other things. We talk about stuff and physical stuff. And, different type of bonding. Yeah, like, right? Different type of bonding. Yeah. And for example, if you go golfing, as an example, mm-hmm. why can't I have a girlfriend weekend? Right. You know, that kind of, that was the kind of discussion we had with this gentleman a couple of years ago. You should be able to do that. I'm sorry you're afraid to do that. You have to figure out why you are afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Why, Jamar? Repercussions.
1: Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I guess yeah. they're afraid to rock the boat. Yeah. Uh, last one. I'll read. A uh, person says, "I want my girlfriend to leave her husband <gasps> and live with me."
0: <laughs> oh God.
1: And he's afraid to tell her. Yeah, uh, lawyer up, everybody. It's uh, going to be a bumpy uh, ride. Boy. I'm going to leave that one right there. Oh uh, yeah, I think that's a good way I to wrap have it up. Ad- I don't have much advice for <laughs> I you. I
2: don't either. Just get a lawyer. Good luck. Goodbye.
1: It's a big problem. Okay.
0: Time to wake up. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Chum morning show.
1: What's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Text it to 104536. I think this is one of the, maybe one of the best examples of imposter syndrome I've ever seen. Like, how could he think he's, I mean, he's made so many movies. My first my first memory of Tom Hanks was *Bosom Buddies*. Do you remember that show? That TV show, yes. The TV show. I was yeah. a, I was a little yeah. kid when that came on. Fun! It was a fun movie. Cross- TV TV show. It TV was a TV
2: show. A cross dressing. Well, they were cross dressing because they, yeah. they they couldn't get it. They couldn't get rent. They couldn't find a place to live. So they pretended they were women.
1: Right. They pretended they were yeah. women and yeah. they were living in that uh, that right. women's apartment. Right. And Billy Joel's song "My Life" was the theme yeah. song. Uh, I yeah. don't care what you <laughs> say <laughs> anymore. That was it's the theme my song. My life. And I was. I remember yeah. seeing Tom Hanks, and then yeah. all of a sudden, after that, he was yeah. in like everything else. After that. And
2: the beautiful Donna Dixon was the big blonde roommate oh yeah yeah so that was really cute that was dan Aykroyd's wife so yeah so there you go that that that's where you first met him and then all of a sudden he showed up on the big screen i remember him his first movie for me was big
1: big of course this is the movie where he was a kid and he wanted to become big yeah he made a wish on the um on the uh the thing did he was it the thing the the uh the the genie what was that genie thing called again Oh, my oh, I know what you're doing. Uh, uh, uh Yeah, like at the. Um, it's on the board. Park. It's on the boardwalk in, in in Santa Monica. What's the name of that
2: this The Sayer. It's a it's a thing. Oh. I know it's in a box. I don't know what that's called. But anyway. Anyway. He does that. He meets Elizabeth Perkins, who falls in love with him, and then she realizes what well, he's very childlike.
1: Zoltar. Zoltar.
2: Zoltar. Yes, there that
1: go. was great. I mean, come on.
2: That's... Fun. That was fun, and that was our first like for me introduction on that. So, you know. Recently he said and yeah. I shared, you know, this with other people th- over the last twenty four hours, he what? Out of all the movies he said he only made four good ones? How is that possible? Because they can't all be great. So I'm gonna give you some clunkers, all okay, right? Okay, okay. These are clunkers. Okay. These are Turner and Hooch is a clunker.
1: All right. These are the simple rules. No barking, <laughs> no growling. You will not lift your leg to anything in this house. This is not your room. This is the one where he's, like, uh, a, a police dog. officer and, yeah. and the dog or yeah. something like that? Right,
2: right. Here's another clunker. We don't yeah, have yeah, That, a clip that
1: was it. a clunker. That right was now,
2: a so. clunker. We don't have a clip for this. I know we don't. Which but one? They thought this was going to be huge. It was The Bonfires of the Vanities with Bruce Willis, Tom Hanks, and Melanie Griffith. And that yes. was a bomb. Yes. The book was so big, and they couldn't believe what a bomb that
1: was. I, I remember I was a kid when that yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah. But— that wasn't very interesting to me when, no, I, when I saw no, the commercials, at least. No, no. You know, while it was interesting to me, though, mm-hmm. and anytime it came on TV, I actually was kind of captivated and watched it. Splash! Oh, yeah. This is the one with where he oh, meets the yeah. mermaid.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And he brings her into the house. I forgot and, about
2: but, that one. Uh, he,
1: he goes in the bathtub. He, yeah. <laughs>
2: she's in the
1: bathroom, and she jumps into the bathtub, and she turns the water on and yeah. throws the salt <laughs> in the ba- And he walks in, and she's That's a mermaid. He, right. I was both. Freaked out and intrigued by that scene, I yeah. was like, "What the hell is?" It? I remember going to the bathtub and thinking, "Will I turn into a?" Movie? Goes, oh, you ever? Kid. Yeah, I was a kid. <laughs> um, what do we think of Green
2: Mile? I like the Green Mile. That movie. was a great movie. That's the serious stuff. Yeah, yeah. He I, does comedy. He does romantic comedy. He does really serious dramatic roles.
1: I, so, what, what about Forrest Gump? I mean, loved. Yeah, that's got to be one of loved, his favorites. Love,
2: yeah. Yeah, love that one. I
1: mean that movie. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. So good. What is he doing, Tom Hanks? Um tech keep texting us because some good ones are coming in. What were your favorite Tom Hanks movies? Apparently he thinks only four of them were good.
2: (laughs) And he's not saying which four. Yeah, I know.
1: No, he's not saying which four. Maybe one day he will, but it's in this new book. We'll take a look at some more of those movies that you're saying are Tom Hanks' greatest. Chum 104.5,
0: text 104.536. Mornings
1: I'm Chum. with Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Marilyn, diagnose uh, Tom Hanks for me. What is going on with him?
2: I don't know. He only said, like, oh, with all the movies that he has made, and some of them were clunkers, yeah. But he's saying out of the great ones he made, and all of them, Four of them are the are, are
1: the are the best ones. He only likes I four think, of them. Yeah, I only made four, about four good ones. Four good ones. Well, how could he so flippantly throw away I a career know. that pretty much all of Hollywood uh, envies? Really, people would love to be Tom Hanks and at that, that level where yeah. his movies are a part of the fabric of film. Let's not forget
2: this fantastic line from League of Their Own: "Are
1: you crying? <laughs> There's no crying." No crying in baseball? I loved him in that role. How many so people much? get to play alongside <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell and Madonna?
2: I know. Two in a fun. movie. And so funny when he did that. It was that, so great. That is an epic movie. Here's one of my favorites. Okay. Sleepless in Seattle.
1: There is no way that we are going on a plane to meet someone who could be a crazy sick lunatic. Didn't you see fatal attraction? <laughs>
2: I love that. I know it's it's some to some people it's corny, but. It's uh, one up from a Hallmark movie, and I loved him. Not in-
1: my genre, No, but uh, it's in Sweet. It, pretty much in every movie conversation, Sleepless in Seattle.
2: Now, one that he really loved doing, I thought, maybe this is on his
1: list, yeah. is Apollo 13. Say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I've watched that movie over and over and over again, and he made that line, I mean, which is a famous line, but yeah. he... he gave life to that line right Houston we have a problem that's yeah one of the greatest lines of movies and
2: after he did that movie he's done a lot of stuff with Spielberg like documentaries on space so that's maybe on his list of the four that he thinks are pretty good how about this one toy story my name is Woody this is my spot ah! <laughs>
1: I mean let's talk about range oh my god you know we're talking about sappy uh, rom-coms right we talked about the comedies yeah and he got a kids movie Kids' movies, he's done okay. that. One of my favorites, um tearjerker. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan, of course. Some private in the 101st lost three of his brothers, and he's got a ticket home. Oh, D- what a what a what a journey! That movie has got to be on his list. Uh, I If it isn't, four, I'm
2: gonna sh- tell, point my finger at him. What's wrong with you?
1: It has to be on his list, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you think Castaway made the list? Yeah. <laughs> <Fire>! <laughs> I, I think I think the stat is like eighty percent of the movie he was acting by himself.
2: Well, that's it, and I and he and remember, like he lost so much weight because he had to look like he was starving. He was
1: emaciated, island. yeah, and then, he's uh, stuck on the yeah, island. I, I that has to he be. He acted with a with a yeah. with a volleyball.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Well said! like yeah. that's like, great, no. And you know, listen, there's so many other movies like another kids movie like Polar Express and Philadelphia. Philadelphia was mind blowing.
1: Come on, man.
2: That was so. So anyway, Tom Hanks, uh, if you're listening, uh, what are you? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You said only four good movies. We just named about seven or eight of them. I'd like to know what is on his list. What do you think, Jamar? Uh, what is? What do, you, what do you think? Like, like, I just de-
1: decide. I don't us. know what's going on with him. I don't know what's going on with him. But yeah. it, it's definitely more than four. It's at least double four.
2: You know what else I think it's about, too? It's about what the experience was like and how he felt about what he felt like doing the movie and maybe who the director was. So maybe that's what it is.
1: Da Vinci Code. Great movie. Yeah, well, there you go. Elvis, just a couple days ago. Well, no, that was terrible.
2: He was terrible. He was Colonel Parker. I I liked the movie, but I didn't think he was the right person for that one. That that was a clunker for me, but I loved the movie.
0: I know, but we still have to mention Polar Express because they even made, you know, live what is it called oh immersive yeah the live yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah around the movie I mean it's really about the immersive experiences because yeah. then you go through them and then you smell hot chocolate and then you're you're going I'm getting too excited she it's likes fine. Christmas I'm bringing it, I, down. it <laughs> more, more <laughs> Christmas big, big more surprise Christmas. I get it I, get it. I yeah. vote Polar Express I'm sure you do <laughs> okay
1: well Tom Hanks feel, feel better about what you've done man
0: i up. Oh. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar.
1: Good morning. The Chum Morning Show. Good
0: morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio
1: app. Watch list time. What you watching this weekend?
0: Well, I just, I, I want
2: to talk to you about the sad part of my life, okay? And here's the sad part. Watch list is, is it, so important to me, and I want it's to really- not now, right? It's I'm sad right now because I thought, okay. This please. is
1: the sad part of your life, this moment? At this very second.
2: Okay <laughs> I told you guys about this series called "Becoming Elizabeth about Elizabeth the I. It's really it's really raw and really just dramatically so good, mm-hmm. but not like, ooh darling, it's nothing like that at all. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna parcel it out. I'm gonna make sure that I parcel it out. It's gonna be great, it's gonna be fine. So I get to season eight and it's over. Now I know the story of Elizabeth I, but I want more. Okay. So I Google it and it says, is it going to be renewed? Not sure. Well, if you, how, why would I make an investment on that? So now I hear it's going to be coming back to television 2024. So oh, I, why did they I do ha- this?
1: I, I hate when they
2: do this. But anyway, if you want to watch something that's kind of rock and roll and really great and sexy. Uh, But but so dramatically good. It's called Becoming Elizabeth, and the actors are all new to you. You won't know any one of them, and you'll love it.
1: It's rock and roll and
0: sexy. It's kind of sexy. Really?
1: Yeah. I wouldn't take uh, that story to be rock and roll and sexy.
2: But they put a spin on it, and it's like, oh, I like this version. It's not so pomp and circumstance. You know what I mean? Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Anyway,
2: that's what makes me sad, but yet I'm so glad I invested my time. And it's going to be a season well, two.
1: Eat your vegetables, and you'll be here in 2024 <laughs> <laughs> to see it. I'm going to have a balanced diet. Till yeah, I've been trying to keep healthy for Avatar too. Yeah, It just drop it already. It's
0: a, yeah, and like, Euphoria. Lord. Remember you? Euphoria. You, you, you had my experience. When
1: is When's Euphoria coming back? The uh, uh,
0: we, we have a few years to go. God.
1: I know, but <laughs> now you feel my pain. Yeah, like I got to dodge we buses gotta. and. <laughs> Toronto, like, <laughs> gotta stay alive so I can see you four. I, yeah, I don't know what happens yeah, no, no. next. Wear
2: your seatbelt. Come on. All right. You can't miss that one. Right.
1: Um, on my watch list, yes. this is super nerd out. I don't know yeah. if anyone's going to like this, but I, I watched um, a thing on Netflix yesterday called A Trip to Infinity, and yeah. it's literally just a documentary of a bunch of scientists talking about the, the, the notion of infinity, oh. like numbers that go forever and just the universe and how big the universe is and how small we are how small insignificant <laughs> how what the notion of time is it was mind-blowing wow it's super nerd out wow. I, I i i warn you but i found it very entertaining
2: okay all right
1: i mean just the notion that you know i don't know there's so many things. I could go into it forever. But you know, for infinity. For infinity. Yeah. But it's it interesting great. how
2: you how you pick a show. Sometimes you go, this might not be for me. But what the back, and you, you, your mindset is, I'll give it a try, and then you actually enjoy it.
1: Can you? I mean, this moment right now is so insignificant in the grand scheme of.
0: Yeah, very true. The universe. Yeah.
1: Which is still growing infinitely, at the speed faster than light. Infinite. Yeah. Like it's just like this is nothing. I'm going to let off some swear words right now. <laughs> I'm going to offend the entire country because it doesn't matter. You. No,
0: no, uh, no, no, no. I right, can I do got, that. I got, I, got,
2: I got bills to pay. You right. get bills to pay. <laughs> yeah, okay, anyway. Which will be going forever and ever.
0: Well, Hopefully. I'm in my serial killer bag right now. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know what's happened to okay. her Miss Christmas. What is going right. on? That's what I've been watching she, lately. Miss Christmas and she's watching <laughs>
2: people die. All yeah. Right
0: yeah and so the new series that i've just started if you heard earlier you didn't hear is uh the patient with steve carell um they're very short episodes so you could get through it in a snap in a blink um but there's i think five or six episodes out now i think it's on FX, is this station and um it's about Steve Carell, who's a therapist, and one of his patients is a little bit unhinged, a lot, um, and we're just watching the story unfold. So.
1: Very, very relatable.
2: <laughs> I find her. I find a lot of conflict with this one.
1: Yes, yes. But well, I think you know what? It balances uh, out with Christmas. So there right. Go. I got you. I
0: love Christmas so much, but right now it's all serial killers <laughs> right for on. some reason. Mm-hmm. But that's what's going on.
1: Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> that's what's on our watch list. You let us know what you're watching. Maybe we'll share it and spread it around. You can text us, Do it. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart?
0: Let me know, let me know. Hip-hop lost a legend yesterday. The news hit the internet last night that Coolio has passed away. A lot of details aren't out just yet, but paramedics believe that he had a heart attack. Michelle Pfeiffer posted a tribute to him last night on her Instagram page from their music video for Gangsta's Paradise that we're playing in the background right now. From the soundtrack to Dangerous Minds, she said that she believes that the movie was so successful or as successful as it was because of the song. Which you want a Grammy for and is uh, one of the most iconic songs.
1: You know what the crazy part is too? Hmm. Yesterday, Marilyn, like this, was the anniversary of Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life. Really? Which... This, this song bigger. was sampled from the song "Pastime's Paradise," that, right? Right. Is that the name from of that Paradise, song, yeah. Yeah. So, like, Julio oddly, wow. ironically, died on the anniversary of that album, which is wild.
0: Yeah, and tons of tributes are pouring out. Weird Al posted a photo, so did Snoop Dogg. Uh, Tens more. Um, he was also in the middle of a '90s tour with Vanilla Ice and Young MC. They just ah. performed in Texas a few days ago. So.
1: And Weird Al um, parodied "Gangsta's Paradise" with "Amish Paradise."
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Aww, yeah. that's so... Which at the <laughs> time, they had some...
1: Coolio wasn't very happy <laughs> about <laughs> it. He did like that. But right.
0: then he realized. He realized. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. so young, huh?
1: Just, so young. So young. You, you know, Coolio came out in a particular time in music history where, you know, the mainstream was not being very nice to hip-hop. Yeah. And Coolio, with songs like Gangsta's Paradise and Fantastic Voyage, really showed that, you know, all stories need to be heard. Gangsta's Paradise was just a story about what it's like to live... west coast as a gangster trying to get through life fantastic voyage was just like the best day ever his uh the 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 guy turns his bicycle into a into a 59 on vogues and they start driving around the beach picking up girls and just (laughs) having the best day ever it was just a good show of how fun and how great storytelling hip-hop could be and why it was a valid art form
0: and this is where we learn to drink some yak on ice right
1: <laughs> exactly some yak on ice where else would you learn that
0: right exactly. she's at a young age just okay when i grow up yak on ice Well. cognac well. of course um all right so halloween officially begins tomorrow hocus pocus 2 is coming out on disney ah. plus wow so we've been pretty much counting down the days for this it's been 30 years since the first one but all three main characters the sanderson sisters are back, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimi, and Bette Midler. You are our idols. Idols. <laughs> My favorite word. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of course. Which one do you like the best? <laughs> Don't get the get in I know, get I know.
0: That's actually a new clip that was released yesterday, and these two young girls who pretty much summoned the sisters back are trying to teach them about new age, 21st century beauty. And they're like you could be young. You don't have to, you know, yeah. eat children. You could <laughs> you could go and get a serum. And you could use that on your skin, and that's how you could be young. Anyways, the movie looks like it's going to be really fun. It comes out tomorrow. Airbnb is actually doing a contest where two lucky fans of the movie can stay at the Sanderson Sisters Cottage. This is where they lived for those 300 years. Uh, For one night only, you could stay there. So it's decorated just like the movie. You get the spell book in there. You get the cauldron, a black flame candle, which of course you don't ever light. And they'll also get a personal special screening of the movie. So the listing is available for bookings on a October 12th, and it's only $31. So the pictures of this place look really cool. You got to see the place, this cottage. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Channel
1: Just remind everybody that tomorrow, uh, while we won't be here, uh, the show will go on, but it will be a different show tomorrow. It will be a day to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh It is the second of the Truth and Reconciliation Days that have now started here in Canada, and we'll be having a very important show as we'll be lending our platform and our microphones to uh, community members from Indigenous uh, places in Canada, yeah. and they will be telling us everything we need to know. We'll be learning, we'll be listening, and we'll be paying attention and becoming a better country and a better community. For better it. allies, better allies for, sure. for yeah. it. Yeah, it's so, so very, very important there.
2: Different programming throughout the day on uh, CTV, and um, you know, I, I think it's so good that we're doing this because sometimes we're afraid to speak of this yeah, because yeah. we don't know what to say because we're afraid to say something wrong. And it's, we're, we're learning, too.
1: Glad you said that. Mm-hmm. It's a very hard topic to yeah. talk about because mm-hmm. we are all loving, caring people. Yeah. And we don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. We don't want to offend anybody, but we also don't want to not honor the topic the, the way it needs to be to, uh, honored. Um, I do want to say that I'm a big fan of people having information. What you don't want to be as a person with bad opinions because you don't have good information. You want to have good opinions, yeah. good information, partially because... Mostly because you want to be a good person and make good decisions.
2: You want to be informed.
1: You want to be informed. And when you're informed, you can make informed decisions about how to vote, how to employ people, how to treat people, how to raise your kids. And when we're talking about um, residential schools and the plight of the indigenous community, we need good information so we can be better people moving forward. All right. So tomorrow we're going to do all that right here on Chum 104.5. Join us for a, a day to listen. Do it What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart?
0: Let me know, let me know. Elton John is about to be your neighbor if you live in Toronto. He just bought a penthouse for him and his family at one of the most highly anticipated condos being built right now. So it's a brand new two-story, four-terrace home at King Toronto in the Fashion District.
2: Ah, okay. Let's look that up.
0: Yeah, look that up because the website says that the penthouses are envisioned as floating sanctuaries each overlooking a different part of Toronto.
2: Nice.
0: They said, what we have Whoa. created with these mountaintop penthouses are unlike anything in the city, and it's known as the treehouse. It's
2: gorgeous.
0: Custom brass detailing, arched wine cellars, private tea rooms, en suite tea rooms, and custom libraries that span two floors. Wow. So this is going to be done at the end of fall of 2023. So we have one year to go. Yeah. And the units started at around $1.3 but then they go upwards, up to $5 million, even more maybe, now that Elton John bought one. Um, so we may just see him strolling the streets of Toronto the same way we see Drake and Shawn Mendes all the time.
2: Okay, I see. <laughs> I see where the presentation center is. I see, like with this description of what it is, all these beautiful trees.
0: Yes. Like kind of live trees throughout the entire condo.
2: Wow.
0: Very cool.
2: Wow. That's going to be cool. All
0: right. It is. Welcome, Elton John. Welcome. And Drew Barrymore is also trending because she may have just started a new pizza dish or, I don't know, it's a salad of some sort. So she says it's her personal recipe. It's called the pizza salad. And what she does oh. is, well, she said it's for, it's for the days when you don't want to eat bread. Okay. So what she does is orders a pizza. Mm-hmm. She takes off all the toppings, piles it up on a plate, And then she adds salad. And then she adds a dressing and mixes it all together. And she said it's crunchy and delicious. And someone commented on TikTok saying, I'm filing a lawsuit on behalf of pizza. (laughs) Because how dare you?
2: Blasphemous.
0: But at the end of her TikTok video, she did take a bite of her pizza. So... She's not not eating it. Yeah. She's just saying sometimes. Sometimes you know, for me, <laughs> I just want pizza
2: because there's bread on it with vegetables. Right. That's I mean I wouldn't sacrifice that, but I guess, you know, she loves pizza that much. She wants to
0: exactly be so she with just it. scrapes right. it all right, off. Right, right, right. Okay, Drew. Whatever makes you happy. 1045. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. To Toronto's morning show.
1: Tomorrow is the second annual. Truth and Reconciliation Day. Uh, tomorrow on Chum, we'll be having a day to listen. Uh, yesterday, I actually went down to Stack Market. Yes. Um, there is a business there that is selling T-shirts if you want to buy an orange T-shirt, so you could be in orange T-shirts tomorrow. What's the name of the business, Azalea, the name of that place? Anine. Anine. Yeah. Aneen. Yeah. You could buy one there. Wear an orange shirt tomorrow. And you could also go to Native Art Society. They're at uh, 115 Church Street, and today starting at 4 p.m., have shirts in all sizes on sale and the uh, proceeds go directly to indigenous people so that's how you can get in
2: that's tomorrow yeah. special
1: programming here on chum and on ctv all right join us for a date to listen to get some good information
0: Marilyn dennison jamar podcast chum 104.5 podcast